The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement? How long before yeah. a wedding should I send How out many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to playoffs. check email Best on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the knowledge graph. Joining us is Beatrice Gamba, who is the senior SEO strategist at WordLift, which built the first semantic platform that combines natural language processing, knowledge graph, publishing, and machine learning to increase the organic traffic of a website and make content accessible to voice search and virtual assistants. And today, Beatrice and I are going to discuss knowledge graph SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Beatrice Gamba, the senior SEO strategist at WordLift. Beatrice, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Yeah, thank you. Nice to be here. It's good to have a guest all the way calling in from Rome, one of my favorite cities, and excited to hear a little bit not only about your experience at SEO, but specifically about Knowledge Graph SEO. Let's start off at the top. Tell me what Knowledge Graph SEO means to you. Yeah, so basically uh, we can start from some basics. So what is Knowledge Graph? Not everyone may know that. So a Knowledge Graph, to it's also known as a semantic network, and it represents a network of real-world entities like uh, objects, events, situation, concepts, people. And what it's, I think the most important thing is that it also illustrates the relationships 
between them, between those entities. And the relationships between those entities are just as important as the entities themselves. So the knowledge graph is in fact a dynamic infrastructure behind the content that allows the content to be eligible for search engine and voice assistance and create uh, like well contextualized and interrelated web pages and articles. Of course, they turn data into linked data to make sure that also the user experience is more relevant in the end. So knowing that, then it comes like sort of natural to think as con- interrelated content as a good way to start your SEO strategy, not only in terms of internal linking, but also in terms of uh, user intents. You can think of entities as user intents that to me is like the starting point of any content strategy. So when I think of knowledge graph and the semantic relationship between content, it is how is one piece of content related to another that's sharing a similar word or name. The example I'd give is automobile is associated with car. Those are basically interchangeable terms. So semantically, they are related. But understanding that different words, phrases and entities share a relationship, I always think of the knowledge graph as the panel where Google understands what an entity is, and they're bringing specific information to define or provide a different experience, not just your traditional blue links that are driving to a web page. But if I type in Ben Shapiro, the knowledge graph panel is going to show the Wikipedia page for the political podcaster, unfortunately, not for me, right? That is the public figure. And so they are associating the name Ben Shapiro with this person, and they're going to present information for it. So how is knowledge graph treated differently, not only from the understanding of the semantic relationships, but also the end user experience. What is the, it's the knowledge graph panel. Is that what we're calling it? So basically this is just, uh, you know, the issue sort of with uh, like personal branding in this case, since you mentioned yourself. The knowledge graph, it's totally about disambiguating two terms. you like, you are giving uh, search engines like the one way to read the information you're just uh, giving them. So this is how you can avoid those like similarities between two entities because you are giving the search engines just that information about that person. So in that case, when you are like, when we are creating a knowledge graph, we are like, usually we create uh, the entity first. So in your case, we will create the entity for uh, Benjamin Shapiro and then just uh, fill in all the needed information for the person entity type out of schema.org vocabulary. And then just fill it in with all the information about yourself, with all the same as, for example, your social feeds, everything that you have ever written, the website you're affiliated with, the organization you're affiliated with. And here is where we create the relation because after we would create the entity for you, we will create the entity for the organization you represent. And then we will have the first uh, link and we will tell Google or whatever search engine that you are Benjamin Shapiro and that you are related to the organization Voices of Search, for example. So this is one way to disambiguate the two, for example. 
and the way to create your own vocabulary and your own knowledge panel out of, uh, you know, what uh, other search engines would uh, represent. And in time, like feeding information towards your knowledge panel will then eventually result in uh, showing the right knowledge panel for yourself. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So doesn't Google have the ability to create these semantic associations without you feeding the information? If they're crawling every web page in the world and they have the ability to contextualize the content that's on those pages, don't they have the ability to understand that in the example I use, Ben Shapiro is a political podcaster who works for the Daily Wire and is a right-wing Republican, Yeah, right? Isn't that information Google already knows? Why would the other Ben Shapiro, why would he need to create a a, a knowledge panel or go to schema.org and submit the information when Google can probably pull that stuff all by himself? Well, there are a few answers, few points that I want to touch here. Uh, first one being that also in my experience, because we also create, uh, we create knowledge graphs, we create knowledge panels. The information might not be uh, always accurate. That is because Google gathers information uh, from websites and websites may not be accurate. So that is one uh, main point. It has happened to us in the past happens constantly and we want to, that is one of the benefits of entering like a primary, primarily owned, property own, uh, owned data, like uh, the data that you own and you feed them to Google. This is like first party data and this is extremely important. Second being that if you create a knowledge graph for your website or for your blog, then you are doing like two works uh, to to work at once like you are creating a vocabulary for yourself for your website so you are uh, organizing the information that you are sending out and then you are also curating your personal branding and so you are doing like the job for the knowledge panel and you are doing the job for yourself for your content strategy so these are two reasons like one is uh, the accuracy of data 
And the second being like uh, the good you're doing for yourself, for your blog in rightly organizing the data and rightly connecting all the concepts between themselves. All right. So you're able to control the information that's being submitted to Google to make sure that it is in the format that you want it to be. You're able to create semantic associations using the schema, the schema submission process. I guess the last question is, you know, how do you think about the optimization of your knowledge graph? Great, I can submit content. Google's going to scrape some content as well from what's published on the website. What are some of the ways that you can essentially manipulate the knowledge graph? Yeah, so basically, like, you can optimize your knowledge graph in order to give the, the right information to search engines because, like, the curation, the curating the knowledge graph itself its benefit. Once created, of course, Knowledge Graph is a work in progress. It's a system that is constantly improving from the interlinking of new entities that we are creating. One part of the curation of the Knowledge Graph is about um, analyzing, for example, the top 10 results of the primary search intents around the topic and providing a list of entities that you are that are most frequently mentioned, like in the top three results. So further, the analysis will serve the content team as a list of topics to be covered, enriched, or created from scratch. So the curation of the knowledge graph itself is actually an SEO strategy. So what I'm hearing from you is that knowledge graph submission alone is an SEO strategy. You're helping Google contextualize the events, entities, associations that you want them to push forward with your linking strategy. So not only are you submitting the right information to Google, you're also helping to influence part of the way that they combine those entities together with their semantic search. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Beatrice Gambia, the Senior SEO Strategy at WordLift. Join us again tomorrow when Beatrice and I wrap up our conversation talking about content optimization with knowledge graphs. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Beatrice, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter where her handle is GeatriceB, that's G-E-A-T-R-I-C-E-B-I. Or you can visit her company's website, which is wordlift.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.